That week before Christmas is filled with last minute shopping, wrapping presents and getting ready to celebrate with the ones you love. But on December 18th in 2015, a family would experience a devastating loss that would stay with them forever. I'm Jennifer Blades, and this is season two of the Unanswered Podcast, Cold as Ice. Pasadena, California is affectionately known as the City of Roses. It's northeast of downtown Los Angeles and nestled at the base of the San Gabriel Mountains. It's famous for its Victorian and Art Deco buildings, the Rose Parade, and a plethora of famous people like baseball legend Jackie Robinson, rocker Eddie Van Halen, and actress Sally Fields. And just north of Pasadena is an unincorporated area called Altadena. Not many people know about this hidden gem, but to locals, it's got a close-to-nature feel and a lot of hometown pride. Altadena was also home to 27-year-old Robert Calderon. Robert loved sports and had dreams of becoming an electrician. He was enrolled in nearby Pasadena City College and was close to making that dream a reality. Until the night of December 18th, 2015, when Robert was dropping his mother Sarah off at a Christmas party. The plan was for Robert to pick Sarah up around 10.30 that night, but Robert never made it back to his mother. Around 10.45, the Pasadena Police Department received multiple calls, reported hearing shots in the 600 block of North Mentor Avenue. When officers arrived, they found a trail of blood in the middle of the street that led to Robert lying in the grassy strip between the street. According to the coroner's report, Robert had suffered from multiple gunshot wounds to his torso. Sadly, around 11.02 p.m., Robert was pronounced dead. Investigators found seven 9mm shell casings at the scene. Since there were no known witnesses, investigators weren't sure if Robert was crossing the street or got out of his car when he was shot. Police have shared very little with the public surrounding Robert's murder, and I have so many unanswered questions. But after researching this case, it sounds like someone actually does know something. But I'm guessing that they're afraid to come forward. I couldn't find anything that stated why Robert was in that particular neighborhood at that time of night. There was a convenience store in the neighborhood, but no evidence from the security cameras that Robert ever went there. And I get it, police don't want to put all their cards on the table, but it's kind of hard when they really don't give very much for people to piece things together. Lieutenant Rojas of the Pasadena Police Department stated, quote, It's a pretty quiet, dark-lit street at night. We know gang members sometimes congregate two or three blocks down the street, but we don't know why he was on that particular street, and we're puzzled about why the shooting occurred there, end quote. Investigators did learn that Robert was associated with some known gang members in the area, and Rojas stated, quote, But we can't prove he was a validated gang member. I don't even feel comfortable saying this was a gang-related shooting. We just don't know, end quote. And listeners, to make it very clear, there was no evidence I could find that stated that Robert was a, a gang member. I think it's just a theory that police do have to throw out there 
you know, when they're trying to find any lead or any connection or any reason why these things happen. The following night after Robert was shot, a memorial service was held on Claremont Street outside of the King's Village Apartments. During the memorial, shots were fired into a large group, and a 20-year-old woman was shot in the stomach. I do think that that shooting was intentional and maybe meant to send a message to whoever was there or whoever might have information regarding Robert's case. Apparently, the victim was not willing to cooperate with investigators, so that just makes this case even more frustrating. The City Board of Supervisors voted to reinstate a $20,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person who gunned down Robert. As someone who has a strong connection to Pasadena, this is troubling, and I feel for Robert's mother. If you know who is responsible for the death of Robert Calderon, please contact the Pasadena Police Department at 626-744-4241 or Crime Stoppers at 800-222-8477. Don't let Robert's family go another year of not knowing who did this to him and why. Sometimes the code of the street isn't worth putting a family through hell. And I'm sure that it has to weigh on your conscience. It's time to do the right thing. It's time for Robert and his family to get justice. Keep listening for this week's Ice Cold Bonus Case. Listeners, Please be advised that this case does involve a child. This week's ice-cold case takes place in Petaluma, California. 12-year-old Georgia Lee Moses was last seen on August 13, 1997, when she, along with a friend, went walking to a nearby gas station on Dutton Avenue and Sebastopol Road. Apparently, Georgia received a page from someone who she quickly called back before walking to the gas station. Shortly after they arrived, it was reported that Georgia got into a car with an unidentified black male around 10 p.m. He was described as being in his late 20s, between 6'2 and 6'4, and around 200 pounds. He had closely cropped black hair, medium complexion, and drove a small white four-door vehicle. Georgia didn't tell her friend who this man was or why she was going with him. Her friend allegedly stated that Georgia called her that night to tell her that she wouldn't be back. Sadly, Georgia's body would be found days later, on August 22nd, by a Caltrans worker that was fixing a guardrail on Highway 101. An autopsy was performed, and it was determined that Georgia was dead for at least a week. She was found nude and there was none of her clothing found at the scene. Oddly enough, on the same day her body was found, Georgia was reported missing by her seven-year-old sister during a home visit from a Child Protective Services officer. The home visit was taking place because there was a report that the mother's boyfriend was a pedophile. According to officials, on August 25th, the Sonoma County Sheriff's Office received a tip that Georgia had been missing for two weeks prior to being found. Police issued a flyer with the description of Georgia and sent it out to local law enforcement agencies. Fortunately, the lead detective on Georgia's case 
recognized the description on the flyer and was able to identify the remains as belonging to Georgia. Police did state that Georgia was sexually assaulted and her cause of death was strangulation. As of April 2022, a $25,000 reward was issued for any information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person or persons responsible for the unthinkable murder of 12-year-old Georgia Moses. If you have any information, please contact the Sonoma County Sheriff's Department at 707-565-2185. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Like and share on social media at The Unanswered Podcast. If you have a case suggestion, please go to theunanswerpodcast.com. Next week will be the final episode of Season 2, so don't forget to listen. Season 3, When Love Hurts, will premiere in July of 2023. Until then, stay safe. <laughs>